Hey there, Sweeties! Welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noel and Alice. And today we're going to talk about Say Don't Go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> we're so excited. Like, right now, we've had this song for like three days and we've been listening to it non-stop. I literally cannot stop listening to it. Like, yeah. it's just no, so that's, good. That's crazy. It's that's so good. so good. We analyzed it in a heartbeat. Because yes, it didn't feel like hard to do, even though we haven't no, had the song all. for long. Maybe it's because of the many, many, many parallels. Yes, or I don't know. I mean, I think it's like the fastest we have ever analyzed song. Yeah, maybe we did something similar for Forever and Always, <laughs> but but it's different. Did we analyze that song, song for really? so long? No, we didn't. We talked about it on the spot and we will never do that again because it was a mess. Yeah. But we, it's different. We've had that song for so long and this song is completely new and we still analyze it in like two hours total. Yeah. It was so easy. Like not that the lyrics are easy or not that deep. It's just there were so many parallels and so many things in common with other 1989 songs yeah. that it just felt easier the most yeah exactly and it was so fun i mean this song is so good and yes yeah you know what when i was listening to that on repeat while writing this and yeah me too i couldn't focus on something because like i was like oh my god but this other thing and this other thing and this other thing and so like i started five different sentences that was bad me too because then i had to it was difficult to try to find out what i was trying to say but yeah it was so fun and i hope we're not missing anything yeah i mean i'm sure we missed something because it's new but yeah but if it's something like major, we will address that on our social media somewhere. Yes, or like next episode we talk yeah. about it. I don't know. We'll find a way. It, it never happened up until now, but yeah. But I mean, we've literally had this song for three days now. Yeah, so we'll find know. out in a couple of days if we messed up something. But yeah. <laughs> We'll see, guys. Um, we will see. So, about this song, this is the 18th track of 1989 Taylor's version, and it was written by Taylor Swift and Diane Warren. As we had predicted, the song thematically is a mix of You're Losing Me and All You Had to Do Was Stay. Uh, we, we want to put a focus on this one, so on All You Had to Do Was Stay, because we think it's about the same person and, well, they're on the same album, so yeah. they're highly connected. But the song in general is about those last moments of a relationship when you know it's ending but it hasn't yet and you're trying your best to make the other person come around. We can find the same anxiety that was expressed in the song Out of the Woods and we also have some elements in common with the song Haunted which is kind of perfect because we just talked about it and (laughs) it wasn't planned of course. No. Anyway, uh, we think this song is about Harry Styles, but we won't mention his name again in this episode because it's not relevant. There aren't really any specific references to him or his life or his music, so it might as well be about anyone else. We just wanted to say that 
we think it, it's about him and we connect it to other songs that we suppose are about him but it's not yes. the focus of our analysis yeah that's basically what we always do we start off by yeah. saying that it might have been inspired by real life events yeah. but in our analysis we always refer to the narrator and the other person as you know just a generic person yeah that's how we do it okay so let's get to the lyrics we have the first verse i've known it from the very start we're a shot in the darkest dark oh no oh no i'm unarmed the waiting is a sadness fading into madness oh no oh no it won't stop it's so good <laughs> oh my god the 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 rhythm the music the beating the, the beat the drums it's yeah it's so um, this song became pleasing like to my ears. one of my favorite songs of this album like the minute i pressed Top play three. i was yeah this is like yeah yeah this is just so good and like unlike other songs from the vault i think this is the closest to 1989 production yeah the, pr the production is similar to clean i think yes it makes sense. i think there are some elements in common yes so the lyrics um we can say that since the beginning of the relationship it's been clear that they didn't know if it would work out and this is this is like extremely stressed by the fact that the shot was in the darkest dark so they had no idea what they were doing but they dived into it anyway of course we think of the lyrics from style could end in burning flames or paradise and others like blank space yeah like basically all of this album is about this dichotomy of paradise and hell yeah connected to the ending of this relationship yes so we have of course other parallels from wildest dreams i can see the end as it begins then from run this thing is a shot in the dark and from of course getaway car we never had a shotgun shot in the dark And on some level, she knows that she will have to fight for this relationship, but she's not ready because she's unarmed. And this also shows how vulnerable she is at this moment. Yes. We have a parallel. Like she, she, yeah, sorry. No, it's like she, she didn't have any weapons because she didn't want to have any weapons. It's like yeah. she didn't go into this relationship with her guard up. Yeah. Like, that's what I gather from these songs from the vault. Yeah. It started casual, but in the like in, during the relationship or the situationship or whatever it is, she found out that she didn't want it to be casual and so she let her guard completely down, but that that didn't work out for her, I guess. Yeah. And we have a parallel from Calling What You Want. <laughs> Big news. And it's not even a parallel. <laughs> No, it's I brought a knife to a gunfight, but I think yes. it's similar because yeah, I know technically yeah. this doesn't mean that she was unarmed, unarmed, but she might as well have been like yeah, she wasn't ready for that fight. Yes, exactly. Can I just say the oh no's in this verse remind me of the oh oh's in labyrinth. Uh -oh. I mean, you can say that. <laughs> it's like the realization. Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I'm an arm. Oh no, I'm falling in love, you know? Mm -hmm. And she does say, oh no, in Labyrinth. Yeah. Just, just my opinion, okay? It's okay. <laughs> I didn't see you, like, 
get no, it. No, I'm not convinced. Yeah, I'm well, I can get it, it, but I'm well, not too convinced about okay. it. <laughs> so, okay. But I, I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> okay, so she's waiting. She's in this limbo. Not the dance. <laughs> So yeah, she's in this limbo, she's not completely out of the relationship, but she's not even in that relationship anymore. She knows that the time is coming and the, the time of the breakup yeah, is coming. And in the meantime, while she's waiting for this whole thing to be over, she's feeling sad. But this is driving her crazy because she says that this the waiting is a sadness, so the waiting makes her sad, but this sadness is fading into madness. I get it like so much. Like where yeah. when you're anxious about something and makes you sad and then the more you think about it, the more like I don't know, you're like this is driving me crazy. Yes. But she put it in better words, of course. Yeah. The perception she has of it is that the pain one sees because she's like, oh no, oh no, it won't stop. And this sentence really gives me the idea of madness. Yes, I totally get this. So we have some parallels. The first one is from Bad Blood. You know, it used to be Mad Love. The second one is from Wonderland. I mean, the end in Wonderland, we both went mad. Mad. And then we have from Style, Fade into View, which is like, I always, I mean, I spent <laughs> ages convinced. What? He has the same verb. Okay, but no, I wanted to say that I that I spent yeah. ages being convinced that this lyric was fake interview. <laughs> and I didn't get it. But like ages. Th- that's embarrassing. Sorry, I was just, like fake yeah. interview? Why? It is. But yeah. It, it's always fun. I, I don't know if now that we know it's not fake interview like now that you know it's not fake interviews. Do you think that in the Taylor's version, it's pronounced clear? That it's clear? It's fade into view? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. Now I really hear fade into view. And I'm like, okay, it's not fake interview anymore. She changed the lyrics. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But yeah, anyway, this parallel, I mean, I don't think it's really a parallel. Maybe it's like fading to view, like the relationship is fading, just like the sadness is fading to madness because they're not really yes. together anymore. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's put it this way. <laughs> and you wrote that parallel, I know, and that's why I'm <laughs> trying to make sense of it because <laughs> I, I wrote it like last night and I don't honestly don't remember why I wrote it except for the fade thing so. <laughs> Okay, anyway, oh, I guess wait. I see this, yeah. Fading in, in, you're losing me? Now I'm fading thinking. Now I'm fading oh, thinking. Do shit. So. Shit. Yeah. Oh, damn. But she is fading in that case. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, I guess I see this verse, this second part of the first verse, in parallel with you're losing me, because here in Say Don't Go, she wishes... She could stop feeling this way about this person. She doesn't want to be hung up on him anymore because it's hurting her and it's one-sided now. On the other hand, in your losing me, she's already stopped feeling that way because her love for him has already faded away and she's asking him to stop trying because she's already past that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the refrain. Refrain. Isn't it like the refrain chorus? No, the pre-chorus is say don't go and so on. Genius no, says that. The, the I'm trusting chorus. genius. No, that's the pre-chorus. The, the chorus is why you What's have the diff What is the difference between a refrain and a pre-chorus? The pre-chorus is before the chorus. The refrain is just there. I don't know. It's just there? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's the definition I wanted. <laughs> We fell off. Oh I, I, I trust Genius. If so... Genius says it's a refrain, then I'm trusting it. And I'm like, okay, it's a refrain, whatever it means. And this refrain has like the best melody ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it builds up so well. Yeah. And the lyrics are, I'm standing on a tie rope alone. I hold my breath a little bit longer. Halfway out the door, but it won't close. I'm holding out all for you too. And then the pre-chorus say, don't go. I would stay forever if you say don't go. Yeah. So we immediately have some parallels. The first one is from Haunted. You and I walk a fragile lion. This is with the tyrope thing. And the yeah. other one ones are um, <laughs> we always walked a very thin line from Exile. And I'm still on that tyrope and still trying everything to get you laughing at me from Mirable. Yeah. So the tyrope in Taylor's lyrics is always a symbol for a tense situation where she needs to stay strong or she will fall. In this case, the tyrope she's walking on is about her finally breaking free from this other person because the one thing they have going on is hurting her too much. But she is actually not walking, she's standing. It's a static situation because she wants to move on, but at the same time she's holding out hope for him to say, don't go. Yeah. We have another parallel with Haunted, with the lyrics, holding my breath, won't lose you again. It's the exact same situation, but this time she's the one who's living, and it's kind of sad that she still feels the same way even when she's the one who's making the decision but yeah. i think that's like she's making the decision not because she wants to like i think yeah, she's I put in this situation where it's the only thing that kind of makes sense yeah. and if we take the interpretation that we gave to the holding your breath matter last last week then it means that it shows anticipation and the fact that she has to hold to hold it a little bit longer ties with the perception of this situation as never ending. Yeah, she always has to hold her breath a little bit longer. Yeah. Because she doesn't know when it will end, but she feels the end coming. So it's just like I gotta hold on just a little bit longer. Just a little I, bit I longer. was thinking when I was drowning, that's when I could finally breathe. Fuck. Because yeah, wait, here she is holding her wait. breath. And there she could finally breathe. Is it Suburban Legends where she says waves crash on the on the shore, I dash to the door? Yeah. You don't knock anymore? Like the waves crashing, it's like the flood coming. Yeah. And so she breathes again? I don't know. Can I say something about Suburban yeah. Legends? That in yeah. if you have listened to our reaction, like first impression yeah. episode, I said something so stupid. I was like, I don't understand the line between fantasy and reality in the song. And then like yeah. soon after we recorded the episode, I was listening to the song and she literally says, I had the fantasy that maybe and so on. I was like, why am I so stupid? I said 
simple. <laughs> I know. I know. But I, uh, I don't know. I had listened to it like at least three times. Yeah. And I had read the lyrics and I missed that. And and, the, I mean, and now every time I listen to that song, I think about that. I'm like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I know. I mean, that happens. I'm sorry. I just want to address this. So I know. I know. You know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I realized I just say, that day, yeah. but it was too late. Yeah, I know. It was too late. So yeah, it's okay. Let's get back to Say Don't Go. Okay, so we have halfway out the door, but it won't close. I'm holding out hope for you to say don't go. So she chose eventually to walk out of that relationship which we find in out of the woods i walked out and said i'm setting you free that's what what's happening here in salem go basically but she she's not able to do that completely um so here we have again the theme of the door i mean long time to see it's been a while i guess yeah but last year we yeah. had that theme like in every single episode yeah i know i know so the door <laughs> Um, it, it identifies a way in or out of a relationship and the door won't close, the tomb won't close, um, yeah. because there's unresolved business left behind, you know, something different could still happen. And the door is interesting also because it ties back to all you had to do was stay, but we'll talk about that in depth in two weeks. So, yeah, see you in two weeks for the door theme, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple of parallels. The first one is from Forever and Always, because one second it was perfect, now you're halfway out the door. And then from the other side of the door, and don't you leave, because all I need is on the other side of the door. So even though she's the one walking out, she's still hoping that he'll change his mind. And again, this is very August coded, in particular with the lyrics, to leave for the hope of it all. Like, yeah, yeah, and then as we said before, we have before, before, <laughs> as we said before, you went British, <laughs> I went British, back on track. So, so there is the pre chorus, as I was saying, say don't go, I would stay forever if you say don't go. So, she's hoping that he'll stop her, that he'll tell her to stay with him. Because she would do that in a heartbeat. She'd be willing to spend the rest of the of her life with him if it just asked her to do that. Um, we have a couple of parallels. The first one is from All You Have To Do Is Say. The lyrics, All You Have To Do Is Say. Them, no I shit. guess, from... <laughs> From uh, You're Losing Me. I don't know if it's really a parallel, but the part where she mm. she's saying, do something, babe, say something. Yeah, say don't go, say yeah. something. Yeah. I know it's not exactly the same, but it could be actually. So, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Um, and here we, we also have the same vibes that we have in the, yes, I guess, chorus like, of You're Losing Me. Yeah, because she pauses between each word. Just yeah. like she does in You're Losing Me, stop, you're losing me. And here it's say, don't go. I guess it's different, but again, we think it's on parallel, so it makes sense that we hear that. Yeah. And personally, it also reminds me of Better Man. I mean, of course. Um, especially the lyrics, we might still be in love if you were a better man. I, I mean, it's a bit different, of course, since it's about different men, different relationships, different like stages of life 
but it still means that if one thing had been different, maybe it all would have worked out. No, if one thing had been different, would everything be different today from the one? Okay, then we have the chorus. Okay, so this is the chorus. Good to know, <laughs> I guess. Why do you have to lead me on? Why do you have to twist the knife? Walk away and leave me bleeding, bleeding. Why do you whisper in the dark just to leave me in the night? Now your silence has me screaming, screaming. So she has a lot of questions. It's crazy yeah. how many questions there are in the songs about this relationship. Like, seriously? Yes. And this is very telling because everything seemed to be so uncertain that she just kept needing answers. Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about the questions that she asks in Out of the Woods, but also uh, Question, the song. Like, Ooh, yeah. in yeah, hindsight, yeah. she, she's... She, she just keeps asking these questions. Yes. And of course, from all you had to do was stay. Why do you have to lock me out when I let you in? And we could see this question uh, alongside these other questions in the chorus of Say and Go. So it's not a yeah. direct parallel, but it still fits with all these whys questions. Yeah. So she asks him why he acted that way, if he had other intentions. That way, I mean, he led her on, making her believe things that weren't true. See the whispers in the dark in the next line. And we have a parallel with I thought you were leading me on from Cornelia Street. Yes. And this leading her on is reinforced when she says that he twisted the knife. So he did that by being nice to her and by appearing more involved in the relationship than he really was. And then he left her. At this point, I'd say just metaphorically. Yeah. I mean, we really don't know, but... I mean, we have other songs that briefly mention this. Like style, yeah. It's been a while since I have even heard from you. That's like, I mean, technically they we did didn't break twice. up, but yes. But so I don't do know. think that even when they date her the second time, there were still moments where they where they didn't like talk to each other for like. Yeah, I think I think a week. This is also addressed in "Is It Over Now?" Yes, exactly. Like they didn't really break up at some point. Like, I don't know. We don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, from we can get from the lyrics of the song, like, everything was just so... I think blurry could be the right yes. word. Because, yeah, yes. it's just, what was that? And they didn't know from what we get from the lyrics. Yes, exactly. I guess she, saw, she says something about this. It's like, it's like a slut. In a, boy, in a world of boys, he's a gentleman. Like, he's nice to her. It's like she feels he's leading her on by just being this gentleman or presenting himself as one. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it could be. I don't know. The bleeding, in my opinion, is also connected to her being unarmed. Yeah, she's defendless, I guess, in this yeah. fight, quote-unquote. Yeah. Yeah. We have some parallels. The first one is from Bad Blood. Still got scars in the back from your knife. Then from Hoax, My Twisted Knife. From Tolerated. But what would you do if I break free and leave us in ruins, took this dagger in me and removed it, gain, gain the weight of you, then lose it. And from Cardigan, you drew stars around my scars, but, but now I'm bleeding. Yeah. I mean, this is a theme in her discography. What? The bleeding? The, no, like the, the knife. I don't know, in, in every song I feel like it's not a theme, it's just a, a saying that she's playing around with. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a theme. I don't know, because she 
she said this a bunch of times so I don't know so then we have the second part of this chorus why do you whisper in the dark just leave me in the night I guess we have this situation mentioned in You Are In Love, one night he wakes, strange look on his face, pauses, then says, you're my best friend. So this is like what they will whisper in the dark, you know, the night slash dark used to be their safe, safe space where they could talk about things, but then he chose to leave her at night. So what used to be a, a, a place where she could let her guard down in front of him, has made her vulnerability even more pronounced and he's made the ground shaky as we say as we see in the, the second verse um second verse yeah second verse yeah and we know that during the night you usually have more heartfelt conversations you're i don't know if they're necessarily heartfelt but you have your guards down mm-hmm and so we can assume that they had those kinds of conversations and maybe who knows he might have whispered i love you at some point we don't know we don't know know. um yeah this is just speculation (laughs) but yeah that's what i how i pictured it in my mind but it's it's really who cares what he whispered like it was something sweet sweet nothings oh yes yes and I can see the just to leave me in the night in two different ways. The first one is the mm-hmm. literal one, like it was the night during the night yeah. and left. And yeah, I mean, she says something about this in question, right? Yeah. Did you leave her house in the middle of the night, right? Yes. Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the second one, that's probably not the one, is more metaphorical, and it sees the night as this like internal state of sadness, like darkness. Ooh. Right. Um, I'm also thinking, I don't know, is, is that like a saying? You live in the night like, like a bogler, I don't know. Is that, I don't know, like living in the night is like a synonym? It's, I don't think it's the right word, but it's like a, a, a way of saying living like a, like a criminal, like under the veil of night, oh, you know? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like you're... You're a criminal because you did something bad and you know it, so you live in the night because so nobody, so nobody like sees you in the face. I don't, I don't know, but I, I think that's like a saying somewhere in the world. Okay, and then there is a contrast between the silence and the scream because the silence has her screaming, and it's yeah. there is also a contrast between his whispers and her screams. Yeah. That we have earlier on. Yes. Um, yes you right, can yeah. choose to connect the second screaming to the post chorus, which is the same as the pre chorus. And so from that, you get that she's screaming, say don't go. Yeah, now your, your silence has me screaming, screaming, say don't go. Yeah. Like, yeah. It works. Yeah. And we have two parallels. The first one is from the love in silent screams. And the second one is from clean. I screamed so loud, but no one heard a thing. Yeah. I mean, again, with the silence, we've talked about this theme. It's always the in silence. In a lot of really. episodes. Yeah. It's always silence. I don't know why. It just... We need to shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, this silence, it's all about the nothingness that comes from, that comes when you feel that a relationship is over and it's a hurtful silence it hurts so much that you scream from that fathom pain 
So she's both screaming because of the pain and for him to say don't go. Yeah. Then we have the second verse. Now I'm pacing on shaky ground. Strike a match, then you blow it out. Oh no, oh no, it's not fair. Because you kiss me and it stops time. And I'm yours, but you're not mine. Oh no, oh no, you're not there. So the pacing. Psychomotor agitation. <laughs> of course, not on a clinical level here. It's <laughs> it a sign well of anxiety. Be, I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, it might as well be in this year, in, in this yeah, case. Yeah, well, we, we don't want to diagnose anything, so we don't know. No, but, so here but it's like, not. I read today on Twitter, someone posted like a screenshot from her interviews from 2015. And it says, like, Swift has never been to a therapist. And then he quotes, I feel very sane right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most insane thing you can do, you can say, bro. I'm sorry, but I feel very sane right now. It's just... I mean, good for her. <laughs> yes. Just still wrote, I feel like jumping from very tall somethings, but I don't know, girl. Just yeah. do you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. But yeah, like in general, we have this anxiety and the shaky ground, just like the tightrope shows this instability. Yeah. Instability. 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 But you're unstable. Instability. But it's. Yes, but it's instability. Right. It yeah. looks like Instagram or something. Insta hashtag what? instability. <laughs> you know, like at the very beginning of Instagram, it was. Yes. It was like all random hashtags <laughs> yeah that started with insta something yeah like um emilia clark still does that and i love her for it <laughs> but yeah it's okay it's okay so we have two parallels the first one is from enchanted that one pacing back and forth wishing you were at my door literally like that's yeah. what's happening here <laughs> yeah and from the archer another very sane song i paced like a ghost so say like <laughs> Okay. So he struck a match. So he lit. I want to say he lit a light in the relationship. I don't know he how lit to explain that. Yeah, or like a glimmer of hope. That's what I picture. But I have yeah. no better way to explain that. So you're stuck with this uh, shitty explanation. Sorry. Yeah, I guess But, it's yeah. it's close to what she meant in Getaway Car. I struck a match and blew your mind. It's like yeah. the other way around. He didn't mean it. To strike a match. Yeah, and here it, it was the one blowing it out. So yes, yes. It was like, oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, like oops, no, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. And it's interesting how she says you blow it out because usually, like in getaway car, blew your mind. It's like he light a he lit a match to start an explosion. You know. Yeah. And instead of blowing her mind he blew it out he like he it did. blew out the straw the, the match exactly like he blow he blew on it like with his breath yes <laughs> <laughs> instead of blowing her mind you know yeah but maybe he did both i don't know maybe he did both i don't know so then we have the second part of this verse because you kiss me and it stops time and i'm yours but you're not mine Oh no, you're not there. So he's not there with her while she's 
thinking about how his kisses would stop time, stop time itself for her. And he's not there both physically and metaphysically, I would say. It's not like he's, he's not with her to stop time again, but he's also not there mentally in, in the relationship, you know? He's not there on the same page as her. Yeah. So we have some parallels from dress, say my name and everything just stops. And then from, is, if this was a movie, maybe I've been going back too much lately when time stood still and I had you. That's what I think about when I hear this lyrics, yeah. I guess. And I mean, it's kind of heartbreaking because she's his. She's not like, quote unquote, giving herself to anyone else. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. But it's not the same for him. No. And... Of course, we have, again, You Were Mine to Lose. Oh, it's not again, but you're, You Were Mine to Lose from August. And from So It Goes, I'm Yours to Keep and I'm Yours to Lose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's pretty clear. Literally. Yes. And I feel like this, You're Not There, is linked with the nest lyrics in the pre-chorus, which is I'm standing on the sidewalk alone. Uh, it's like she's walking around the city, maybe on the same sidewalks they used to walk together, but this time it's not there with her. It's also like she's coming back from her fantasy slash memory with him, and she realizes that it's not really reality anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have the second refrain. I'm standing on the sidewalk alone. I wait for you to drive by. I'm trying to see the cars that you won't show. I'm about to fall unless you... So you don't go... <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Um, so now she's not on the sidewalk anymore. She's on the sidewalk waiting for him to arrive to finally mm, clarify. Is it a word? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Clarify this whole situation. And I like how this refrain changes. Like it's different from the first one, but it still conveys like the same meaning. In the first one, the yeah. fact that she was waiting for, was given by her holding her breath a little longer. Here, she yeah. just says that she's waiting. Yes. Um, we have a few parallels. The first one is from All Too Well. Now you mail back my things and I walk home alone. Then from Style, Midnight, you come and pick me up. No, Not anymore, yeah. probably. <laughs> And then we have two parallels from I Wish You Would. I think the whole song is really... I Wish You Would, coded, yeah. Yeah, giving the same energy. Uh, but the parallels yes. that we chose here are Windows Down, You Pass My Street, The Memory Star, and also Headlights Past the Window Pane, I Think of You. Yes. Then we have the cards stuff. Another big theme of love as a game. Yeah, this is a play on the ex expression of laying your cards on the table, which means to be truthful and not hide any intentions. Because he's not showing her his cards. Yeah, he's not telling her what his intentions are. Yeah. And we have some parallels. The first one is from Foolish One. The lyrics, my cards are on the table, yours are in your hand. Yeah. Then from Cornelia Street, back when we were card sharks playing games. And then from New Romantics, you can see it in my face, but I'm about to play my ace. But yeah, this time she's not about to play your ace, she's about to fold. And in yes. poker, when you fold your cards, you're surrendering to the other player, to another player. And after you fold, you can no longer win the hand. So it's pretty clear what she's saying here. Yes. 
Yeah, and also when you fold, you don't have to show your cards. Like, I think it's up to mm. you to choose. So we don't know. Like, I guess we'll get later on that she's showing her cards. Yes, from the, the bridge. Yeah, we, exactly. We, we get that she did show, his, show him her cards. Yes. Then we have again the pre-chorus where she adds the like echoes to yeah. say don't go. We have everything again, basically. Yeah, again the chorus and the post-chorus and then we have the bridge. What you have which is like full of echoes and like backing vocals, so it's not like it's more a musical bridge than a lyrical one. Or maybe it's both on. <laughs> the lyrics are different. Yeah, they are different. No, I was saying the bridge is more like musically relevant than lyrically, in my opinion. I don't know if I agree with this. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's like the it's resolution a bridge, of, of the in a way. song. It, okay, yeah. I in guess, my opinion. Yes. yes. No, you're right. <laughs> like, there's a very right. important part of that. I, I just don't know this song so well. Okay, it's and, fine. And so it's, it's just different to talk about this it's stuff fine, without fine. Like, having a solid a solid um, base to work on. Yeah, okay. So, the, the bridge is Why'd you have to make me want you? Why'd you have to give me nothing back? Why'd you have to make me love you? I said I love you. You say nothing back. So, yes, it is the resolution of the whole song. You're right. <laughs> so, I guess that from this bridge, we gather that in the relationship, she is the one actively betting on them while he's not, like, at all. And she really wanted to try with him to see where he could go, how far he could go, but he didn't even try. And we have two parallels, one from I don't want to leave forever, I gave you something, but you gave me nothing. And from it's time to go, I give it my all, he gave me nothing at all, I wonder why I left. Which is pretty much this bridge. Yeah. In the second part of the bridge, in the background you can hear a percussion that I think is also present in the song The Brave Word. It might not be exactly the same, but it's very similar, in my opinion. I don't know, I, I didn't like find it. You didn't? But I don't know, maybe I didn't listen to it closely enough. Okay, because it builds right around when she says, why do you have to make me love you? Like, there is this... I don't know how I don't know, I, I try to put it somewhere, if I okay. can find, like, just the, the instrumentals. I have to listen again to Say and Go and then The Great War. Yeah, I listened to them back to back and, okay. like, it's similar. You have that kind of percussion throughout the whole song in the Great War. Mm. But here, I think it makes sense since it's the moment of the song where she narrates the like confrontation. Yeah. So, as we said before, the quote-unquote fight. Yes. It's like, it's more like... Yeah, it makes sense, yes. So, in the lyrics, I love you, like the vocals, all the vocals of the song come together just as once for this lyric and it's absolutely devastating. And yeah, I'm... Yes. Very obsessed with the layers in the I Love You because the main vocals are pretty calm. Like, calm is not the right word, yeah. but it, they're kind of normal. But the yes. backing vocals are screaming. Like, yes. you have these two different layers, and to me, it really sounds like she was internally screaming. <laughs> if I had to describe yes. internally exactly, screaming with yes. a lyric, that's the one. And I love that. Yes. 
And I guess we find the same situation in slot. You're not saying you're in love with me. So instead of the other person saying they're in love, they are just silent. This is in contrast with the lyric. You can hear it in the silence from you are in love. You know, in that relationship, which for Taylor represents true love, you know, the love that makes people go to war. And that love is so obvious and you can even hear the words without them being spoken. While in this song, the silence is an indicator for a lack of that love. Yeah, um, we have two parallels. The first one is from Cruel Summer. I love you and ain't that the worst thing you've ever heard? He doesn't green up looking like a devil. <laughs> it doesn't what? He doesn't look up greening like a devil. Yeah, here What did I say? I said he doesn't green up looking like a devil. <laughs> 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 okay. And then we have another parallel from Better Man. Push my love away like it was some kind of loaded gun. You never thought I'd run. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, uh, and we have that. I, I see it like in two seconds you would have said that lyric, but yeah. <laughs> okay, then let's get to the outro because it's yes. the place where we get new lyrics. But you won't, but you won't, but you won't. I would stay forever if you say, don't go, but you won't, but you won't, but you won't, but you won't, okay. <laughs> like a broken record, but you won't. Yes, exactly. Like my Midnight's record. No. <laughs> so pissed about that. It's, bro it's broken on, on Mastermind, right? On everything. No, on everything? Yeah. <laughs> I no, think the only song Mastermind. that works is Karma. No. <laughs> and that's Karma. It <laughs> just kind of bad karma for me. But oh no! Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. You want mine? Maybe it works. <laughs> I've never tried it because I don't have a record player. I know, but like, it's a different variant. I know you don't like it, but... <laughs> no, it's not that I don't like it, but I mean, you bought that for a reason. Yeah, and the reason is like not relevant because I don't have a record player, so... <laughs> okay, we'll discuss this. Okay. I don't know, I find that the lyrics from Better Man, You Never Thought I'd Run, and I know the burpest thing I ever did was run, kind of remind me of this outro, uh, because here she finally comes to the realization that no, he will never say don't go, because he doesn't feel the same way about her, and so she goes. Like, this but you want is the final realization, and that's what makes her leave the situation. Yeah. And it's like, that was a brave thing for her to do, you know? Like in Better Men. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that's what I thought. But I guess we have to remind ourselves of how this whole story actually ended, which is she lost him, but she found herself, and somehow that was everything. Yeah. Yes. Let's end this on a positive note. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So yes. I think that's it for the lyrics. Yes, after more than an hour of recording, I guess. Yeah. Did it. Um, so, okay, um, let's talk about our favorite lyrics. I know that they for me, changed. they are changed. I, no, no, they, they have changed for me. <laughs> Aren't just the same? I, to I told you, my opinions always change. Isn't this the same? No. <laughs> I changed. No, this is the this is the first ones. I've I've got to change this. Wait. Okay, you're changing it now. <laughs> yes, right now. 
Okay, okay, it's fine. No, because I was checking, like, the script from the first impressions yeah, episode. And the lyrics the were the same. And so I was, like, yes. confused. Yeah, I've changed them. Um. <laughs> so, what are my your favorite lyrics? lyrics? Yes, my favorite lyrics right now, like, this second, are Why'd you whisper in the dark, just let me in the night. Good one. Okay. For me, what about you? Still, yeah, it's still the wedding is a sadness fading into madness. Makes sense, yes. <laughs> so, I yeah. always change opinions. Okay. I guess that's it. Yes. We will see you next week for a special session, episode number 65. And we will talk about track 5. Yes, like the main concept and all the track 5s in general. Yes, we will see why truck fires are so important in Terra's discography and all that. And yes, can't wait yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, for now, thank you for, so much for listening to this episode. All those ways to contact us are in the description. Please rate us, give us a five-star review. It, they really make us so, so, so happy. And share this podcast with your friends, family, loved ones, and whoever you want. And for now, thank you again. Uh, bye. Bye.